Hello, welcome back to our production freebies for Radio Room. I am here joined by Tyron Rex Woo! and Adam Lance Garcia. That is me. Ah, welcome, Adam. I am Steel Tyler Philippec, of course. And this is one of these little things that we're giving out to you. To you there. Oh, that sucked. That was terrible. No, 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 no. Let it go. Let it go. Let the audience hear what it's like to make an audio play. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, I have to roll with the punches, as it yeah, were. Yeah, as, a, as a uh, This is one of these things that we're giving out to you to help you understand a little bit of this production process. And today, the focus is going to be on Mr. Garcia here. Which is always a mistake. Uh, you know, <laughs> we've talked about Queens of the Sapphire Sea. We have talked this about... This is a really great series. Mm, thank you very much. Yeah. We've talked about Tales of the Halloween Team, which, which is, is also was a really great series. Oh, thank you. And now <laughs> we have come to this anthology series that you have created, you have masterminded. Yes. Which it, is the greatest series Which of all. is the greatest series, yes. It's why it's coming at the end, you know. <laughs> same beautiful, beautiful way that you always bring to these kind of worlds. But where did you come up with this um well i came up with this idea when i was i think uh either in jewish uh cedar lake camp a jewish uh sleepaway camp and or when i came back from it where i was really obsessed with 1994 and i really wanted to tell a story of like this negative utopia and instead of doing one that was set in the future i wanted to just do something in the past i'm like well what if the south won the civil war and that sort of uh kept me going since i was uh, 16 and I came up with a whole backstory, a whole timeline. Um, and it's sort of been simmering in the back of my mind uh, for the last good 15, uh, 16, 17 years. And uh, I'm really just really glad to finally come, come and visit. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we've seen the map. Like, yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's, uh, there's a map. There's a timeline. There's a whole book. I, I even have what I've even drawn out what the money looks like. Um, so it, it, it's, you know, it's. Uh, it becomes a bit more than I originally intended. Originally, it was just going to be like, I'm going to set a story in this world. And now it's become a very vast universe, which I, I'm really excited to explore. Well, that's kind of the the impetus behind the anthology. If you, know, if you don't mind me putting my words in your mouth, uh, you were talking yeah. about expanding this world, taking in as many different viewpoints as possible. Yep. And you know the worlds that Tyrus and I have created are very much focused. They're in spe specific places. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, mine is romanticized. Tyrus is a little more real, given you know, barring the superhero stuff. Yours is much more fantastic in the idea of stretching what is possible and what is impossible. How did you come up with that kind of boundary, that rule set for that world? In other words, it, it kind of came out of the. Uh, the whole point of diver when you look at alternate history, it's all about point of divergence, and then mm -hmm. you you take that one impetus of that one change, and then you kind of expand, and you start wondering like, well, how did how does society change? How does the universe change? How does history change? And then it kind of uh, snowballs from there. Um, you know, I wanted to take there's certain uh, some political ideas that I, I've always found interesting, and technology uh, ideas that I've I've always wanted to play with. Um, and you just kind of try to make it feel as natural to this universe where things are different. Um, I'm not sure that answers your question, but I'm just going to let you uh, go from there. Yeah, no, I mean, I think for me, one of the things I really love about the series, you know, as we've seen it so far, is that we never get the whole picture. We get mm -hmm. pieces of the whole picture. Yeah. Um, we get like a little bit, it's it's heavily implied the South won the Civil War, but not stated directly yeah. in, in Exodus. Um you know what why did you choose to go that route with it um and what sort of mysteries are you hoping to you know keep keep revealing slowly well you know i, I take a look at star wars is a perfect example of world building by sort of like vague insinuation you know we hear about the clone wars we have no idea what the hell the clone wars are but it just expands your mind 
Um, so I didn't want to like sit down and say like, uh, like have an info dump of like in the first episode, like here's the world you're in- learning about. I'd much rather exposition. Exactly. In a I, world, in, where? Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a world is it where everything's different? It, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather the audience kind of learn about the universe as they're experiencing the universe. And one of the things that's great about audio is that I, since there's no budget, I can expand that as much as possible. But like, you know, I wanted to like let the audience one build the uh, the world in their mind while they're listening to it and sort of like just just touch on things a bit so that way it it feels real like i think a lot of times when you have that basil exposition when you have the rules set so quickly you actually make your story a lot more narrow because you have to fit into the rules that you've established but if you sort of like touch on things keep it vague it just gives you as as uh steel kind of puts it you have the misty mountains you have something in the distance that you intrigues the audience intrigues uh the writer to explore eventually you don't have to do it right from the get-go but you know if i say oh there's this first atlantic war and the second atlantic war you know the audience will be like well what does that mean and then eventually I'll, a writer will come in like oh i really want to tell that story what that war was like and then you can eventually go to it but it doesn't necessarily have to impact the story directly you know, you and Tyrus have worked in radio, but Adam, you specifically have worked with characters that are very much a part of our cultural zeitgeist, at least, you know, in the early part of the 20th century, yep. uh, the Green Llama yes. in, in particular. Um, but you've also worked a lot in the fictionalized aspect, mm-hmm. uh, in the, the, not the fictionalized, obviously, it's all fiction, yeah. but the, um, the narrative. Green Llama's not real? Oh, shh, shh, shh. Um, he's exactly as real as Santa Claus. As yes. You know. Yay! There's yes. a little bit of green llama in us all. Oh. Um, huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. But yeah. to go into that, you know, what is obviously audio influenced you very young. Now you're kind of coming back to it in a mm. big way. What what is that balancing act that's going on? You know, are you what was that transition like for you to go from that to writing fiction to coming back to audio? Oh man, oh that's a good question. Um. Oh, I've, I've adapted a lot. I've written uh, prose stories. I've written screenplays. I've written comics. And I've written now audio plays. And I've actually adapted some of those stories. I've kind of gone back and forth. I've written a screenplay that became a comic. I've written uh, Exodus originally. It was a prose story that uh, is now an audio play. I've written an audio play that's become a novel. Um, so I, it, there's a lot of shifting back and forth. But the, the difference is, you know, there are rules for every different medium. There's mm-hmm. certain things you can do in that medium that you can't do in another medium. And um, what I, I'm really good at dialogue. That's something I'm very natural at writing. Um, so one thing that I love about writing audio, it's like, it's just all dialogue. It's back and forth. It's it's just, you make a crackle. And what I really enjoy is creating an auditory experience that allows the uh, listener to kind of like create and build and, and by the audioscape. Well, thank you so much for talking to us about this. And you'll be hearing from Tyrant Rex. You'll be hearing from me, Steel Tyler Philippek. You also might hear from me. Yeah, you might hear from Adam Lance Garcia if we let him out of his cage long enough. (laughs) I'm just so happy to be here. Yes. Thank you so much, You're going to feed me, right? (laughs) Also, make sure to check us out at www.radioroomshow.com. Or follow us on Facebook at Radio Room. Or follow us on Twitter at Real Radio Room. Not that fake radio room. No, (laughs) fake radio room. Thank you for swearing. We're going to have to bleep that out. (laughs) (laughs) Ken, that's the second time this has happened. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for tuning in.